I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone. Hey. It's uh, two of your favorite babes. Me, Laura Marie Shane Halls, never forgot. And never. B, Edward Drosty. I'm back. I'm back again. <laughs> back For again. For a non-defined arc. We don't know. We don't know. I think we're going to do one regular episode and then one bonus episode for yeah. patrons only. So patrons check that are out. important www.patreon.com slash babe podcast if you want to get in on that action but that's beside the point because we're here in philadelphia in a parking lot in a parking lot on a tour bus sandwiched between the xfinity (laughs) no sandwiched between the citizens bank arena yeah and the Infinity wells Live. fargo arena and with another else. arena to what's that one the right uh no those are stadiums and we're in the arena that's a field we're in an arena and that's we're a in like a stadium zone in philadelphia we're in a sports heavy corner of the city things i've learned about philadelphia so far they love sports <laughs> And that's it. And that's it. But I actually really am liking the accents that I've heard. Oh, they're intense. They're yeah. intense. They soothe me. You love it's kind of like Philly accent. That was not. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You got it. That's kind Your of Philly like readers going to have to correct you on that. They will correct me. Um, but we're here on tour. It's been. Real, a real pleasure having Lars Marie on this Florence and the Machine tour, but it's also been very strange because we're not accustomed to playing such giant spaces. Yeah. Yesterday, Lara and I were fully not exposed to the sun. No, we. But oddly, in a place called Mohegan Sun. Yeah. We were trapped in a casino all day long, which had an arena inside of it. But I liked that. You love a mall casino trap. Yeah, I do. I like... I don't. I really have taken to tour life quite quickly, which was something I didn't see for myself, necessarily. I'm haggard after 15 years, and you're loving staying up till four, just sleeping in. I'm, yeah, I'm fully in. It's kind of like a, it's like a life with no rules, and just party and have fun, (laughs) which speaks to me. It's too much for me. It was great in the beginning. Yeah. It really wore me down. It's worn you down. You're a little bit older now. Yeah. So it takes a much more of a toll on the whole bod. We were up till four last night just chatting away. Yeah, chatting. Showing a life. Yeah, vaping. 
this is a great episode so far. <laughs> <laughs> what a killer episode. Can't wait for the patrons to just come flooding in based on this amazing conversation. This, this poor content, poorly thought out. Poorly thought out, but there's stuff to talk about. There's always stuff to talk about. Um, so you asked me to come on this tour with you. Yeah. I said I took some convincing. Yeah. We had to make a deal. I made a deal with Lara. What's a deal again? Let's reiterate because I'd love to hold you accountable to that because I well, feel like you're going to try and you're going to get out some PDs, which should amount to around like four hundred dollars. That's pretty chill. I got you your flights. You got my flights. All your meals, no matter where we go, including very chic places, are paid for. Love that and, and drinks and a sweatshirt. Which we haven't chosen yet. We haven't I threw that in yet. at the last minute. Yeah, that's what really actually sealed the deal for me. I didn't, unfortunately, specify a price range, so she's been eyeing the high-ticket items, but that's large. It's been a high-low. Yeah, you really, when you make a deal with me, you need to be clear on price ranges, because I'll go off. And get really creative. She was at a sporting goods place yesterday, definitely eyeballing some pricey Patagonia ones. Yeah, I was looking, but that sports good. Okay, so I have some beef with Mohegan Sun, actually. Oh, okay, so now the truth comes out. Well, okay. I hated it. I'm such a, I'm like a mall. We all know, if you listen to this podcast, I love a mall. Like, it's my favorite thing. You do. I've been shaded for my mall love, but I wear it like a proud badge. And Mohegan Sun is a casino that's 300,000 square feet of just mm-hmm. game-tastic life. And then there's, like, some shopping. So I was really excited because I thought, wow, like, casinos probably have, like, great shopping options within them. Because if you're getting winning a lot of money, then you need Which to like, spend don't. it somewhere. <laughs> But then the I've just had a problem with like the shopping element. There was the it was just like Sun. the food wasn't even good. And the food in Vegas we all know they have top end food, but Mohegan Sun is a pale version. Mohegan Sun, I struggle to understand how people go there for fun. <laughs> I truly don't get it. Like I get going there for a concert, but like just like spending the weekend at Mohegan Sun seems like an absolute And there's a hotel no. there. So it's like a destination. Yeah. So you would like go there, get a room. It's probably the biggest casino in like New England, I think. But I don't know. And I then just grew I thought, up hearing about it. I was like, well, it's so big. Like maybe there's an amusement park in there. Like that would be fun. Mm. So I was kept trying to find the reasons why people would love to go and spend their weekend at Mohegan Sun. And really all I've come up with is that there's one casino area called the earth casino. And there's sky and there's wind. earth, wind, fire and sky. I don't know if there's fire. I think there's just earth. Oh wind, yeah. Fire sky. seems like it could get a little dicey, <laughs> but the earth casino is very like wolf themed. You love that one. And I loved that one. Cause it had wool, like animatronic wolves howling every like 10 minutes. And we like an overpriced Italian restaurant that sucked. But lunch just came out to a cool $100. You're still mad about that. Yeah, I, I like that. You're like anything you want on me and then we'll get the complaints later on. No, just that place hours. because it's not even good. Yeah, it was not the, the most delicious. It's just bad. For, that's casino style. And but then we had a yummy pizza. That was good. Pepe's. Uh, Frank Pepe's, which Frank was like Pepe's. classic Connecticut. You got to get the clam pizza. I it's a Connecticut know. staple. I'm a huge no seafood on pizza person. Well, I don't like cheese and seafood. 
Yeah, you were really offended by my I was. clammy pizza choice. But, you know, when in Rome, I'm basically like Anthony Bourdain, and I just want to try like the local I've tried clam pizza before, and yeah. I learned at an early age that it makes the tummy rumble in a brewy way that you don't want. Maybe it gets you excited to brew. <laughs> <laughs> I brewed down today. It was well, then I think the highlight of Mohegan Sun was actually when we got lost trying to leave Mohegan Sun. Yes. And we witnessed a Full on girl fight. Yeah. So I guess like teens or 20 somethings. I think 20 somethings. 20 somethings go out to Mohegan Sun. I guess they get shuttled in from somewhere. I don't know where. <laughs> they take a shuttle into Mohegan Sun. They get wasted. They're, I guess maybe go to a, there's a nightclub there. So I maybe think, go to the club, gamble a little bit. Yeah. Like, I think there's like a whole level that we didn't experience, which was like the nightlife element. Yeah, we didn't. So the 20 somethings go and they really like live, laugh, love, drink. Drink like green alcohol for like $10 a shot. Then last call happens and they all go outside to try and get back on these shuttles and go to wherever the fuck they came from and that's when pandemonium breaks out and like it truly is like end of days psychosis we saw one girl take another girl out of the shuttle and throw her violently to the ground she and then probably the, deserved it. Of whom? Probably. I mean, she was like, we can say that. Cause I can say that because she was like a white girl, and I know how white girls get when the shuttle's about to leave. So <laughs> I feel like she I don't she might have needed to be thrown. <laughs> <laughs> they were definitely white girl enti- shuttle entitlement is real and needs to be shut down. It was a white white girl on white girls scream fast. When with I, the boyfriends like doing minimal amounts just kind of watching yeah the boyfriends are worthless when it comes to like a girl fight you realize like how intense things can actually get like guys i feel like it's like it'll be a lot of screaming and then just like punches thrown but like girl fights are a different beast they're scarier in my opinion i want to know a little bit more about your history with girl fights well i've never been in a fight but when i lived in chicago in college i would go out like in Lincoln Park and like all the kind of like broy like fratty DePaul that kind of tracks. bars and <laughs> and there were 4am bars around there too so like those ones that's where you you drink you get fucking shit faced then you and your group makes their way over to a 4am bar where like you inevitably give like someone fold. a hand job on the dance floor like it's like <laughs> it gets like really messy at the almost like a gay bar, bar. yeah it, it turns oh. into debauchery gay bar levels I love that but with, that's like a 9pm gay bar though but like a with sloppy job. straights so it's not like it's not a sheet I'm like please like the gays at the gay bar giving hand jobs aren't being sloppy yeah but like there's something just like chicer about like two gay guys getting sexy on a dance floor <laughs> than me like fumbling with a floppy dick on a dance floor it's just like not the same so anyways i love your glamorized vision of gay bars <laughs> so chic I, see, I mean i saw a guy fuck another guy in the ass in the middle of a nightclub where uh um, no in la what club? At Fubar. At Fubar? Yeah, in West Hollywood. 
God. they both just stood on a platform and then one just like slowly started fucking the other while a circle with like a spotlight on them or something no it was just like after last call and people gathered around and then we just kind of watched them have sex (laughs) it was wild i didn't know that that kind of thing happened i know there's one bar in new york called the cock oh yeah it's changed from place to place and it's always had a back a back black room element to it well but it it used to be very yeah but it used to have the current one does yeah but it used to have like more of like like girls used to go and then it's like slowly but surely through time turned into like a full-blown like sex club and i didn't know that because it i recently went like a year and a half ago or something and was like i haven't seen what the new location of the cock is like i walked down the stairs no girls allowed it's a full-blown like First of all, it's like the middle of the dance floor is just where people like kneel down and blow people casually or hand jobs. But then around the edge are where the bottoms line up and they're all just like maybe eight or ten bottoms like their hands against the wall. And then various people, sometimes lines if it's a popular bottom. Mm-hmm. And then various people just come and fuck them unprotected in front of everyone with not a dark light, with not dark lights, like a fairly well lit. Yeah. The like last I could time- see a lot. And then I was shaken to my core when I was trying to be positive about it and be like, well, sex positivity, like live, laugh, love, like law, like this is just part of it. But then one of the bottoms, like there was a moment where he turned around, you could see tears streaming down his face. And then I was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. That sounds like a dark cock basement journey. I sweet talked my way into the basement last time I was in. NYC. You got in there? Yeah. I potted about it a little bit with Ryan because we went there and then I was just like, can I go in there? And they were like, no. And I was like, please. And they were like, okay, fine. And so then I went down in the basement. I was the only woman. By the way, that used to be a hipster, a straight hipster club called Lit. Oh, (laughs) my God. I've been there before. (laughs) I've been there at Lit. Yeah, I used to go. used to be like, we're like, Nick from the Yaya Yaz used to like DJ and it would just be like a lot of like MySpace kind of like Miss Shapes era. That was Lit. That was Lit. The... (laughs) Wait, the last time I went to Lit, pre-cock, mm. I sat in a booth with a bunch of my friends yeah. in that, like, dingy, in the, like, cave yeah, the, basement. Yeah, the brick basement. And then like a, a lady came over and she said, you guys need to move over because Bono's on the way. And they made us move over and then Bono came It was like a celeb down. spot, hipster spot, now full-blown, just butthole Now like, it smells ramming. like semen down there. Semen and piss and poop. And... It didn't smell like piss and poop, but it was I feel also like they always have the that. They always have that mixture. Those places. There's a definite semen male must. It's like you just. It's like the smell of horny men concentrated in one cave-like place. Like you do the math yeah. on how it, it does a very specific smell that like we as women likely will never smell because it's, it's like why would you go very and, like, specific to gay bars that have a place where people can get off. Yeah. But I like to, as I said, I'm a Bourdain, and yeah. I like to <laughs> check out the local flavor. So I was you down You need to there. go to Bergheim. I know. I'm dying to go there. I haven't been. But I feel like I would really thrive in that environment. I, well, you're not allowed into like the hardcore shit. We They're have, strict there. Guess what? I have my secret. I have my ways. But they literally I go, make you strip I, down naked. I just go, can I go in there? You couldn't even like disguise yourself as a man because you get in and you have to pack your clothing into a Ziploc bag. You go naked? Yeah. No, you can wear like a harness. Maybe. Depends I would wear, on the night. I could wear a harness and then just put a dick on it, like a lifelike f- floppy flaccid dick into a harness. <laughs> and I could for sure... You can't tell me. Gender 
is like an afterthought now. So like you, I don't think anywhere is going to be able to like, I told the bouncer that at the, at the cock. Were you like, you I said, don't, know don't discriminate. Identify. Yeah. I said, you don't know. I identify. And he goes, don't pull that shit with me. Oh, he, said that. <laughs> he said that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, lol. And he was like, lol. And then I, he was like, okay, go in. <laughs> But when I was down there, it was still don't pull that. <laughs> she sassed, and then we lolled. But one guy did touch my boobs without my consent in the in the cock cave. All bets are off. If you all go bets are off, and he kept cave. walking by me, and then like wiping, kind of hand wipe grabbing my boobs, and then I was like, mm. <laughs> That's and then I told him that I was like, you fully eh. give up your personal space when you go to a place like that. Well. It's grabbing of dicks everywhere. That's the point of the space. Is that like something men just like love? They want like a free for all grab. I zone. don't love it. I think he was trying it, to When tell I me, walked through there and people were grabbing mine, I couldn't be like, excuse me. Well, like the whole point of that space is to get off. Yeah. I know. And I think he was telling me like that was his way of telling me like you're not allowed in here because if you're not okay with this. But it's weird because it's like why? Like in our current consent climate it's like those i think you're saying you consent by entering yeah you're giving but then i said i talked to a bouncer and i was like a guy got me and then he was like i'll keep an eye on him oh i mean i don't think people fuck people without consent but there's grabbing galore and you just walk you just keep walking if you don't like it yeah, I did. I kept walking. Yeah, he did. was walking. I bet you didn't well, linger for that. He was also kind one. of a wild card. Like he was like, ooh. He was well, he was walking around just you. with his dick out, mm-hmm. like with the pants down, dick out, flopping around, kind of like a zombie, and no one was really engaging with him because he was like he wasn't giving off the best vibes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like if you want to get some action, I can give you some tips on like how to clean up your act so that maybe someone in this cave. Yeah. It seems like a pretty good opportunity to get laid, but like when you're the f- when you're literally operating on such a freak level that you're in a sex cave and no one is interacting, my maybe theory the is that is people you. walk around, they grab until someone doesn't walk away from their grab, and then they continue. So they grab, 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 kind of like whack a mole, and then you finally get up the mole and you find the dick that doesn't run away, and then you're like, oh great, and then they kneel down and blow. That's what my friends have said that are into it. Yeah. And then the stories I've heard from Bergheim are next level. I don't even, I don't actually truly wouldn't feel comfortable going. Uh, their, poop, their poop night sounds <laughs> the wildest thing Wait, to me. Did, was it you that told me about the one that was like a bunch of people swimming around and then they realized that they were swimming around in a pee? Well, I don't think they really, they knew. They yeah. were under the grate well, the of person the, that's that was pee watching. Night was like oh pee. all these people you tell the story you tell the story there's pee night and poop night and i feel like i know more fun stories about poop night from people i want to hear first pee night, pee night i just know the to... one detail from pee night that i heard is that like again i think you pretty much have to be like naked there's just like full-blown like slings orgies but there's just piss everywhere like people must really say like drink a lot of water or beer beforehand and get ready to pee Mm -hmm. and then continue it's a hydrated crowd probably probably which is is great like i would go i would need to go to a pee night like three times a week just to get my hydration levels like up well you i all i know is that he was or whoever was telling the story to me was like yeah you like go and pee and then 
you like kind of look down and you're like standing on a grate and you realize that the pee is trickling down into like a room full of people staring up with like their mouths open or like they're just being covered with the constant flow of people coming to pee. And that's that's one element of the pee night. I think there's other rooms where you just like in the broad light just like start peeing on people or they pee on you. Cool. Like a group of people will pee on you. But that's just like the pee dungeon where you're just like you don't know who's peeing on you but it's a constant flow of pee. I'm glad that there are places <laughs> where if you want to do that, you can do that. Yeah, you have to That's fly cool. to Berlin. You have to fly all the way to Berlin, <laughs> wait in this like, three-hour line. You don't know if you'll get in or not. Yeah. Like, part of the... part of You what really I love, have to be so hungry for the piss. Well, also, like, the... the so, the bouncer at Berghain... Is it Berghain? Berghain. Berghain. So, there's... Berghain is, like, a club where, like, also straight people go, and they have, like... It's like uh, a, They have an orgy night... like an orgy party that takes over the entire giant complex which is massive because I have been to the club when I just saw like an indie rock concert there so just to give you like (laughs) I saw Dirty Projectors really vanilla this is so random (laughs) you had the most vanilla night of anyone ever I know well I'm not like that adventurous when it comes to like sex how do we pronounce it Bergheim. Bergheim. I think. I mean, that's how I pronounce it. So. But so the, there's one night called like Snacks that happens twice a year where the entire club turns into just a full blown sex club. Yeah. Where it's basically anything goes. One but of my old coworkers, his boyfriend DJed the oh. Snacks night. So he went and flew to Bergheim and had like a whole snacky time. Just like you. But something I STD love about journey that. journey is wild. <laughs> well, it's wild everywhere. But I mean, there it's. So Everyone comes back with something. You part of the whole thing is like they don't have. I think if like you're DJing, you can get on a list or like. I mean, obviously, there's always a way to get on a list, but like if you just want to go, you stand in like a crazy line in like the Berlin winter, mm-hmm. and you just have to wear all black, and you need to like really harness your chill because the bouncer, who's like this famous guy. There's he's the ultimate babe because or he's kind of like a babe because he just controls the door and he arbitrarily lets people in and like doesn't let people in. So you can wait there for three hours and then he takes one look at you and like kind of gets a sense of your aura and then he'll be like, nope. And then you have you there's no argue. You just leave or he'll get a sense of your aura and be like, yep. And then you're in and there there we need to you need to Google him because there's a whole article about like the way he works and he's just like kind of a famous babe. And there's definitely parties where like straights come and it still has a sex element. Hot. Yeah. I don't know if this I don't know as it's much a about real because the, there's the laboratory. So the laboratory is in the basement area. It's also a giant complex, same building. Love. But that's where the poo and pee and like the night to night, like you're just general like need to get plowed by 40 people vibe is. Love. And but then the, but the snacks rest it, is the whole thing. Yeah. Laboratory included. So you go in there and then I think you just like take meth or speed for you take like anything. You take whatever you can get, get. your hands on. And you go and you rave for like 48 hours. Some people, a lot of people arrive around like 11 a.m. on a Sunday. They're like, that's when it's really kicking. They get there at 11 a.m. They like wake up and then they go. Yeah. Sexy. (laughs) See, I'm trying to like have a whole Berghain German moment. You should. I need to. You know what? I would kill for you to document poop night. Okay, wait. So what happens at poop night? Poop night is obviously... 
I love that I'm asking name. you as if you know. You I have don't no know. idea. I just you, know the story. Okay, this is a full disclosure or full disclaimer. Ed has never been to any of these, but he's just now seen an tell indie you, rock concert in the he's upstairs. He's just seen an indie rock, which is arguably the tamest <laughs> and yeah. lamest thing to ever happen in that space. Yeah, in the history of, of Germany. Yeah. yeah. So you're now just relaying. Like, I was there. Second or third hand or fourth hand. Well, story. I know a ton of gays that have been. Okay, so I've like right. heard. A lot of stories about okay, how intense tell, it can be. Okay, just tell, say some stories. Well, the thing about, I don't know what it's called, if it's like fecal frenzy or what name it really has, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I you just. You should be a promoter for I one should, of these. I should. I should go with the posters. Yeah. I just envision Poop Night just being like people just taking shits on each other or something, which happens. Yeah, I know it happens. Yeah, that's a thing for sure. But then my friend was like, no, it's more than that. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what more can you do? Like, I know you could throw poop, eat it, like, cover it. You, you know, can each rub other. it around on people. Right. But then he was like, what a lot of people do is, because it's only once a month or once every two months. <laughs> so they know they have to get in there. They save their poops and freeze them. And then use them as dildos. So you can penetrate people with your frozen poop. No. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm not. I can't make this shit up. They b- freeze it for like weeks, and everyone comes with their containers full of like frozen poops. TBD on how long it stays how frozen do you, or if hard. If you have to strip down, you have to put all your stuff in a locker. How can you have a Ziploc with that? Well, it's they're poop. obviously like you're here for poop night, so bring in the frozen poop. Like we're not going to argue with that. <laughs> they're like they're like we don't want your trench coat and rain jacket, but like we want your poop. Wait, so on goop a lot of what we're talking about now because like gut health is such a huge thing are like fecal transplants so if you have gut imbalances you can like get fecal and we had a reader i had a reader write in once that had to get like a fecal transplant and so i guess on a fecal transplant like someone donates some of their like poop to you (laughs) and then a doctor puts their poop into your gut so like Bearkind is just erasing the middleman. It's a free fecal transplant. We just can't stop talking go, about poop. Me no, and you. We'll never stop. It's I Did just you know come that on. Linda, the anti brew, wrote in a brew story. No, your mom. No, uh, oh, the Linda, oh. the who said you're better than this. Oh yeah, she didn't like that. She didn't like it. She at didn't first. like it, but then she, she was a reader that was like, "This is just too much." Yeah, but then she changed her mind. She changed her mind, and then she had a brew story to share. This is a good one. It was pretty good. She just shared that she was like jumping on a trampoline, like her tra- doing her trampoline <laughs> workout, and it really got the bruise going. Did it pop out on the tramp? No, she. she Not a very exciting story. But you know, I, baby steps. Yeah, that's a huge to go from. To go, from, I hate it. To let's I hate talk it about you're it. You're both better than this. To then, like, hey, me too. Is <laughs> pretty chill. <laughs> I thought your mom for a second it was very Oh my god, my mom would be really horrified right now. Actually she wouldn't be that horrified, but she just wouldn't "Mm." be comfortable with it. God. Um, So that's pretty much all I know about the poop night. (laughs) Cool cool story. But I I would love if any readers have any experiences with fecal fun, please tell us. With fecal fun or I don't really know anyone that's really gotten deep into it well i feel like that's a thing that you don't lead with in conversation but no like, but readers can do it anonymously yeah i would love to chat about that because that's like 
I mean, I've watched like that kind of porn before. I've never watched a fecal porn. It's just except like, for two girls, one cup. Does that count? Yeah, but I wasn't that, that fake? even real. It's like I don't know. whipped cream that came out. <laughs> Softer. <laughs> Literally, I'm just true. Like I don't like. I get it on some level, but I also am like not really for me. I feel like I can understand piss play much better than I can Definitely. fecal play. Piss play again, not something I've done, but. Uh, <laughs> and just winked at me. I would love. Okay, to- I'll be honest. I once, I once, someone really wanted me to do it to pee so on I, them. Yeah, so I did it. Oh, and it wasn't that big of a deal, but I wasn't expecting him to like open his mouth. Did you but pee he, in his mouth? Yeah, sexy. Um, I would love to pee in. My journey mouth. with it was just kind of like, well, I'm releasing the pee. Like you can't really get. It doesn't turn me on, but. It's a power He was move. very into it. It was in the shower. It was contained. And then, yeah, then I was like, well, I did that. And then I was like, you need to brush your teeth if we're making out. So, bye. You could just do some mouthwash. <laughs> I just didn't want any flavors. I get that. So, yeah, I guess I have had a piss play moment, but only one. And I never revisited it. But I did definitely had an Anthony Bourdain moment like Lara, where I was like, well, I'm going to try it with someone try who really it wants it. Look, if someone that I was dating and I was really in love with, they were like, well, A, I would pee on whoever, actually. Like, that seems like a fun thing to do. Um, but if I was dating someone, they were really wanting me to, like, brew on them. I don't think I could do that. It would be really hard. Like, I don't know if my body would let me. Can I just say that gay men already have enough accidental brew situations with anal sex? That, but maybe like, that's why they're comfortable with it. Well, you have to be more comfortable with it. But I, I don't like when brew elements get involved into a sex journey. Who loves that? I don't think anyone is Some like, people might. I don't know well, if they go well, to the parties. Yeah. But I hate it. A, a whiff of anything and I'm instantly turned off. Yeah. Brews happen. They happen, though. And wasn't one of your... Oh, no, that was a queef in the mouth. Oh, yeah, a queef. It wasn't a poop in the mouth. It was a queef. And he loved it. Yeah, he loved it. I love a guy that just, like, loves a queef directly into the mouth. It's <laughs> <laughs> a definite power move. My boyfriend. Um, Speaking of which, my single story and you, I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> well... I've been putting singles on blast for the last week, and I know a lot of readers have I've been featuring because when I when someone mentions gnawing, I know they're a reader. Yeah, I've gotten and I've seen like some babes like referencing on your stories, and I've gotten some um, I've gotten some DMs, but not not really that many. Well, you got the creepy troll one, which we can't decide whether it's real or not. Who's like? I want to see you open up packages with your toenails. Yeah, someone was like... Which makes me think they might be a reader too, even. Yeah, I was like, this is, seems like a troll account. And then I got a few guys who seem really nice. No local, like, LA people. I feel like one person who just really wanted to meet you. <laughs> I was like, that is not the point of this, <laughs> So, <laughs> TBD. I love that at first you were like, he's hot. And then he was like, it'd be really cool if I met you and Ed. And yeah, like, and he's like, I'd love to meet Ed. We just need more people like Ed. And, and I was like, okay, but... This is about me. This is about me and you meeting me. So... <laughs> Jesus. Cool. Anyways, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> that was the only one you were excited about, too. That was the one I was excited about. But I'll give him a shot. We'll see. 
Do you remember when we were at the airport and that woman screamed, sneezed? Oh, <laughs> on the way here, we are absolutely exhausted after a long LA to Boston flight on one of the older, shittier planes I've been on in a long time. No TVs. Yeah. Like a no TV anywhere. A no TV, just a flip down TV that played Ocean's 8, (laughs) which I watched silently and felt like I I got exactly as much out of it as if I were watching it with the sound on. It's really not good. I could just read lips and I was like, oh, I get exactly what's happening. (laughs) This is exciting. They're taking it. And they took it. And then like they made jewelry and they got, I was like, they found it in the fountain. Okay. Like it's pretty low stakes, but a fun movie nonetheless to watch silently. <laughs> we got off the plane and we're we- oh, Lara got trolled at the airport. Oh, I got relentlessly trolled from Which is the beginning. Why we didn't to get to end. we wouldn't have experienced this moment had you not been trolled. So it was a blessing in yeah. disguise. So my trolls began with last week when I decided. Uh, well, I decided I'm going to sign up for TSA pre-check because. A, I travel enough in the U.S. that it's just like I want to just blaze through the line. Yeah, like no I'm brainer. sick of not being pre-checked. And You're then a girl on the go. I'm a girl on the go, as we all know. And so I went to Glendale to like do the pre-check thing. For anyone that has never gotten it, you sign up online, then you have to like go to some random place and like complete a meeting where you like scan all your fingerprints and like take a photo and like enter your social security number or whatever and show it's your like passport. More ways to track you. Yeah, so it's like now they're like fully tapping your phone lines, and like you wait in like a waiting room and they're like no cell phones and then you just wait there for them to like call you for your appointment i never respect the no cell phone rule i know i i did because i just wanted to play now i just wanted my pre-check so i'm waiting and they called like some woman and she stood up and i was like oh my god this is a woman with a full-blown active eating disorder like walking around in the world which is always like so shocking to me when i see that just like insanely skinny just like a but like a king skeleton oh my god i re- every once in a while i'll see someone like that and be shocked it always is like <gasps> so she got up and i was like ah! and then i was just like not expecting to see that in glendale and then I went in for my appointment and then they were like, well, seven to 10 days, like maybe you'll get your known traveler number. And I was like, well, this isn't soon enough because I literally have a flight in like five days. That's the whole reason I'm getting pre-check is so that I can go on this like tour thing and then just like blaze. And so then I got to the airport with no known traveler number and was told by multiple people. They were like, put your suitcase in the little thing. Which never happens to me. Never happens to me either, but now, like, sometimes someone will catch wind of my carry-on, which is large for a carry-on, but, like, I'd say one out of 20 times I go to the airport, I just get flagged and then forced into a checked bag scenario. Like, squeeze it in. Yeah. They were like, squeeze it, and I just was, like, trying to shove, and they are like, ma'am, you can't shove. You're gonna need to check that. And I was like, please don't make me do this. Like, just let me through. Please. <laughs> no shove. They're like, no. They're like, you're pushing too hard. Get yeah, away. they won't they won't let you show. They'll be like, ma'am, stop that. <laughs> TSA gets lit. When were they what was the thing where she was like, I was never gonna let you in? Well, so she at first like she was making the TSA agent was making someone else do the shove, and that person was like really fussing with it. And so I was like, Okay, great. She's distracted with this person's baggage. Like, I'm gonna blaze through with mine because I knew mine wouldn't fit. And she's like, boarding pass, please. And then it wasn't pulled up on my phone, so I was fumbling and fumbling. Then the other shove 
she stopped shoving and then i finally got my boarding pass out and was like here thank you and like started to go and she's like no ma'am please put it in the please put it in the thing and i was like tried to shove it was not happening and she was like you're gonna need to check that and i was like please don't make me check it. i was like you were just about to let me through like if i had just give, shown you the boarding pass and she goes i was never gonna let you through <laughs> he said that is so wild i was never gonna let you through. and i was like please just let me please and she was like go talk to that lady that works for american airlines and if she says it's okay then you can do it and so then i walked up to her and i was like sorry excuse me i just want to take and she was like nope you're gonna need to check that <laughs> it's not if it doesn't fit you need to. and i was like please like that lady said if you say it's okay then it's okay and then she was like it's not going to fit, and then you're going to have to check it at the gate, and that's fifty dollars, which is a lie. Like that's not how it it's works. Free at the that's gate. my <laughs> entire game. Like my entire airline scam is that I go, I know my bag is too big for most planes, then I go to the gate, and then I gate check it for free. Then I yeah. don't have to worry about it. And so then she was like, "It's fifty dollars," and I was like, "She was like, you're gonna have to check it." And I was like, "Please don't, do, like, please, can I just take it? Like, just say it's okay." Like she said, like that woman said that if you say it's okay, then it's fine. She's like, "Well, I'm saying it's not okay." Oh, uh, and I was like, <laughs> "You received so much, dude." So much, dude. So then I, I went to. Check I, on it. the other hand, breezed through everything so fast. You breezed through and like went to the lounge. Yeah. And then the checking now costs $30 to check a bag, which is insane. And then I went upstairs with no pre-check, so I stood in like a 30-minute line. <laughs> and I was just like, Ugh. Then I got on the plane, and I was sitting next to this like older Jewish couple. And the woman in the middle seat like looks up at me with like pleading eyes. And she was like, I'm so sorry. Like, my leg is injured like please will you switch me and i was like if this final troll is me like i can't say no to like a very elderly a very elderly person with like a disability where they need to feel comfort on a six-hour flight like i'm not a fucking monster so i was like now i'm gonna get trolled into being in a middle seat but then thankfully her husband was like i'll move over and you can have the window and i was like hell yeah and then we made friends and they gave me a bagel (laughs) But then we landed. Oh, but then we landed. I'm like, just get to the sneeze. So then we landed. And waited so long for your bag. Mm-hmm. It was like just the cherry on top. It took like 25 to 30 to 35 minutes. Yeah, we're know. just waiting and waiting and waiting. In a daze, late at night, starving. And we're just like staring at each other. And then all of a sudden <laughs> we hear... <laughs> And I literally go, oh, oh my god, oh! And I turn, I oh, oh, oh my god! Oh. And you are like, oh! And other people, go, oh. everyone around is like, thinks like a bomb has gone off. Yeah, like some, someone, and then we realize that this woman behind us just sneezed, screams. But, but that was her like standard sneeze. Was <laughs> it was louder than that? It, it was, was crazy. It sounded like a murder. <laughs> It sounded like someone had gotten assaulted or like 
stabbed or shot or like maybe I was so killed. alarmed actually was so alarmed then we realized like this and then she was unbothered she just <laughs> she was like after the sneeze which is such over. a good move on her part which is not because we were laughing hysterically and couldn't control ourselves so then we she started laughing hysterically and we were i was crying i like, had crying. tears streaming down my face at her scream sneeze then uh, some other lollers in the term like one woman just started looking at you and i laughing and then she started laughing she knew we were laughing at the scream sneeze <laughs> And she was like, it was you guys, seismic. it was the great, I've never, 40 to 50 people did turn when it happened. I'm a really always wowed by certain people's like sneeze styles, like, d- cause there are different sneeze styles. Yeah. I'm pretty much just like, like, no, I'm not no, like that. Please. <laughs> no, I have a I couple of signs. I've had borderline yell ones like, at you. Like, like that kind you, of thing. I've heard you do but like never a, really a loud one. But not a scream I've like heard her. you do a loud one that ooh, spooked me. But not like her. Not like her. Hers she was, was blood curdling. It was a devil scream. <laughs> into a sneeze. <laughs> I've never done that. I'm more just like standard sneeze zone. It's time for you. I've got a sound check. You have a sound check. So we're going to take a little break. You can think about that sneeze. Guess what? This is a perfect time for an ad. So take a break, listen to this ad, and then we'll be right back. You have ads now? Yeah. Oh. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. will come in. Hey everyone, we're back. It feels like nothing to you, but it's been three, four days for us. <laughs> we're in LA in my home, just vibing out to some chill little video game app music. Bonus points for those that can recognize the song. <laughs> Turn it off. I feel like no one recognizes the song. I don't usually have it on either. This is like a child's <laughs> game that Ed found. and it is Toy Blast. Cons- Zoomed him from the time, from like before we left to come back to tour. It was like difficult to talk to you because all you were doing was playing Toy Blast. Toy Blast has recently entered my life, like as of a week ago, and I find it great for passing time on airplanes um, and just matching colors. It's basically an exact ripoff of Candy Crush, but free. It's free, but then there's a ton of things where they try to get you to buy things, of course. Have you bought? No. Are you a firm no buyer? I bought, I, in the past, I once went on a rampage like four, three years ago and bought some stuff on SimCity. And then I wrote a letter to the app department being like, I'm so sorry. That was like my like younger brother, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> they refunded me. It's amazing. I know. Then I never did it again. Yeah, you. Everyone gets one. You got. Well, I got scam. one. Yeah. 
We, you know, the babe readers <laughs> love scams. I scammed the app store. That's great. That's I don't a know what I was thinking. Scam. I was traveling a lot, and I was always playing, and I was like, "Whatever, it's fine. Another five dollars won't hurt." And then to be like added up, and I was like, Ooh! <laughs> and then I was like, "Blame a non-existent sibling." <laughs> I like my little brother Jack. Yeah, no, it jacked my phone. Like my brother oh, had my, my login and went ja- crazy oh, on God. it. I, they're like, how old is your little brother? You're like, three? <laughs> smarter. He's got to be smarter than three to get in there and play SimCity. Um, I learned my lesson. You sure did. So yeah, three days has gone by since we originally sat down to pod. Yeah. Um, we're The tour is over. The tour is over. <laughs> and we're back in LA. I have no idea when we're ever going to play again. I had major tour come down yeah that's a common thing and i'm glad that you can express your feelings about it right here to the readers i know well i didn't because like i really haven't you know what's weird is i haven't felt this like bummed out after like a travel since my 30th birthday in mexico wow but it wasn't like you had that much fun on tour i had so much fun i lulled you a lot you lulled me a lot and it was just like it was like a long slumber party in like with a new group of people that I never hang out with. So it's like fun discovery of personality and like lots of mm. new lols to have. Some lols and some nalls. Some lols, some nalls. And then like sleeping on a bus. And then we got like a hotel in Toronto and it was like a new city and a new country. And so for me, like I, as a three and double Gemini, it's like the exact kind of excitement that I like crave. Well, I used to thrive on it, which, so I understand a newbie's perspective, but after 15 years and my like 30th time in Toronto and all of those places that we've been to, I just was like, I can't like the bus just as a troll to me. Yeah. You can't brew when you want. It's all straight men. There's no private space, but a bunk that you can't sit up in. Yeah. But you love them. I loved it. And then I got back and well, it was weird because like, okay, I think and I want some female readers perspective on this because I truly don't know what happened to my body. But I literally got my period on the last day of the bus. And I remember we were in Philly at the Wells Fargo Arena. And I was like, I was like, that's where we last potted. That's where we last potted, like right before. And I was like peeing or something like that. And I just had a realization. I was like, God, it would suck to get your period on tour. Like that's the one thing that would really make tour difficult because like the bus, like, and having to deal with like any sort of like blood cleanup or whatever. I was just like that. Then And there's also like, there's just not a lot of, and I think it's probably different if you're traveling with like a band with more female members in it but like there's no dedicated like female space so you have to like really go out of your way to find no dedicated gay space yeah and i was just like god it would really suck to get your period and then later that night i got my period which is it was a it was literally three weeks early like i just ended my period last week and then i don't know if it was being around all these straight guys because i i can't even tell you the last time i was around (laughs) that many straight straight men like i i'm racking my brain i think <laughs> it's no i think it's truly been over Decades. 10 years yeah. yeah where it's just me and like straights hanging out there's no other place on earth where i'm around that many straight men it was wild and i think it really kicked my body into like reproductive gear 
like my body was like, okay, we're getting off moon cycle and we're going to get you your period so you can get knocked up. There's only one gay and that's it. <laughs> There's one gay and that's it. And I, it was just like, I've never experienced that. And I want to know from any females, like what is going on with me? Yeah. Are you, and any doctors who are listening quite frankly. Have you gotten any doctors out there? Have you heard from any? I have asked some not, doctor questions before. I don't know if I have like a huge doctor listenership. I feel like more doctors need to tune in. Yeah, I would love if you have any doctor friends or I'll like, tell my I doctor when my checkup next week to check you out. Okay, cool. I told my gyno to do it. Oh, I love. Yeah. So I hate that when I try to tell people about the pod and they're like, I'm just not the type of person that listens to pods. Whatever. Everyone, I wasn't either. Everyone will listen to a podcast eventually. It's the like new medium. Google it. Yeah. Anyways, what happened to me? Write me, babepodcast at gmail.com. And then you got majorly trolled by someone on the bus too, who you just <laughs> called long hair. <laughs> there was one guy on the bus who was truly not having my journey. (laughs) (laughs) And like literally anything that I would say, he would like shit on it. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of thing triggers me, but you managed to turn it into a lol. That kind of thing makes me lol hard because I'm just like, like I just am. It's a, it's like a classic move because I think of myself as not someone like I'm pretty like, I'm pretty, chill like it i feel like i don't give people a lot of things about me to hate when you first meet me like i feel like if you're gonna eventually hate stuff about me you have to know me for at least like although five years. you do have your your fans that think you're fussy and too confident i did too confident <laughs> no not, not confident <laughs> too <laughs> what was it <laughs> intimidating <laughs> too confident it's the kate walsh of you um yeah, but like I feel like for the most part, I'm not that hateable. No. Which is just me. The only thing I don't love about traveling with you is that you take 90 minutes every morning to shower and do your hair. Well, yeah, I have a lot of hair. It's just, it's like... It's a long routine. It's a long routine. That if like you need to go and you're in there, you just have to pinch that brew and wait for all the well, steps I didn't, to finish. I didn't know that you needed to brew. I always got a brew in the morning. Well, and I'm a, I'm the me. shortest shower you know, right? I don't like that you didn't communicate that you needed to <laughs> brew and then you just held it in, pinched it off, and held resentment. Wasn't that resentment? This is the only thing is that you have a very long routine. I do. In the so I try and give everyone their bathroom time before I need to do a Lars takeover. Before I steam it up. <laughs> <laughs> you did a really troll brew thing where you brewed crazy and then took a shower and you literally steam pressure cooked your brew in the bathroom and then flung the doors open and i was like oh like i couldn't even go near the bathroom you left some pretty sour brews in there too i did not like a pressure cook you didn't pressure cook it i didn't steam cook the brew (laughs) you just misted it yeah let it be Mm mm-hmm Wait, so getting so back wait. to long hair and, and his <laughs> so, deep non-energy for you. The first time, <laughs> the first like bus journey, the night, like we got on the bus and one of the Lawler uh, guys asked me if I wanted a dab. And I was like, because it's a real pot smoke journey, which oh I didn't God, realize, yeah. which I love, which you know I love. She like loves. I'm a heady bitch. So... And I never dabbed before. And I don't then, even get what dabbing is. Like I mean, dip? I still don't really get it. Was it dip? 
Like chips and dip? No, like dip, like tobacco dip. No, it has like a special dab bong. Oh. And it's, it's like, like a tar. It's like an oil or something that you put and it's like heavily concentrated or something. Jesus. Okay. I didn't do a full dab thing because I was like, you know, around a bunch of straights and about to have to sleep in like a coffin for the first time in a long time. So like I didn't want to dab and then go down a dark K hole and then freak out like around people that I don't know. So he offered me this like dab bong thing. And I was just being like silly and jokey. And I was like, are you trying to drug me? Because I figured, like, that's... <laughs> Very perfect for the current climate. I know. Perfect joke for the current climate. And then long hair looks at me and he is, seems like you're just trying to drug yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hee hee. And then I, like, He also speaks about five words a day. Then most I of them dab. angrily at you. Yeah, most of his words were just reserved for being, like, angry at me. Then... There was like on the last night that we were all on the bus, I was like lolling with the band. I don't know where you were. You were like was talking to the other crew. We were talking to the other crew and I was like lolling with the band and like smoking weed and just like chilling. And then I was like, I need to know everyone's astrology. Like, please, like, let's go around and tell me. And then I found out everyone on the bus's astrological signs, which then helped me just like contextualize what the deal was with all of them. Mm. It was really helpful, even yeah. though I don't super believe in astrology. Like I believe in it enough to where that was like enlightening. And it's like a fun thing to talk about. It's harmless. Long hair was not having it. <laughs> and as soon as everyone went around the circle, he did not say what his birthday was. Then he was like, anyone who likes astrology needs to be fucking shot. Astrology is so fucking stupid is it shot no he but he was like angry <laughs> you just, i thought i just said anyone that believes in astrology is a serious idiot yeah he was like if you believe in astrology you're a fucking idiot like anyone that believes in that and thinks it's fun to talk about needs to check themselves what a fucking idiot and i was like <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> You don't have to participate. Like, love you. But then you were just like, I kind of obsessed with his blunt hatred. Yeah. Because anyone that's just like that aggro to me and like that open about like shit talking my journey, (laughs) it makes me obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) Like that angry. I'm like, you're getting angry at me, the only woman for just having an astrology lol. He was like, nope. (laughs) I should have. I wish I'd known his birthday so I could have been like classic sad. (laughs) I could find out. I should text my tour manager. Text him and be like, what was his birthday? I Because I then wanted to just start trolling him. But then I was like, I don't want to get into like a troll spar. with like, You already a- trolled the whole band. Group text. Oh, yeah. And then I trolled the whole band with a group text. And I don't think that that joke translated. It didn't fully. But then we explained it to them and they kind of lolled. But they could tell they were still like... I was just trying to like get like a really good law going and I feel they're like they're not easy to troll. And I feel like they're I feel like there's some They they most, law on their own rules. They law on their own rules, but then also I don't know. I'm I feel like I had a really good law connection with about eighty percent of everyone. Hmm. That's interesting. Optimistic. Why? Don't harsh my laws. <laughs> don't yuck my laws. <laughs> I love that. I'm a, I just want a law. I know. And I'll take a law where I can get it. Yeah. And you know what? 80% of people were giving me laws back. 
But any, anyways, the whole point is I had so much fun and I really enjoyed being on the road. I obviously love your band and like, so to get to see a show every night was a dream and then it was all over and I got home yesterday and then I just like journaled a little bit and like cried and played like sad grizzly bear songs. <laughs> then I was like, and then <laughs> cried some more. Then I was like, I need to like, I can't keep just like perpetuating the cry. So I actually had like an active self-help journey where I turned off the sad music mm-hmm. or made a playlist with like some sad songs, but then other happy songs so mm-hmm. couldn't all be sad. Took my medication, ate some food, drank a lot of water, changed the sheets on my bed, put all my clothes away, and like did like a little cleanup, like did the dishes and like got things to a more stable area. And then I felt a little bit better about the whole. You were like 10% better. Yeah, but it was, it was significant because if I'd woken up today, super sleep deprived too. If I woke, if I'd woken up today with like a whole really mess house, I would have been like even more bummed out. Yeah. And then thankfully I had I had to do work yesterday. I had like a sexy unique pod recording, so I had to perk up and get in the law zone for you that, sure which was did. hard to go from like crying and eating a salad and listening to <laughs> Grizzly Bear to then 40 minutes later <laughs> a cry lolling about Brand- Vanderpump rules. <laughs> <It's a real laughs> that just skill. speaks to the power of my lols. <laughs> after the longest kind of tedious hot plane journey that you mostly slept through but i yeah. played toy blast but we scan we thought we'd really scammed them and we really <laughs> nerded out and realized that we were like high airport troll nerds for like 30 minutes and lolled about that because she was group six and i was group two I and they were being seven. real aggro about the overhead space and they were like everyone like you're gonna have to gate check your bags like blah 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 and then i was like didn't want to check and but i was group seven which basically is like a 100 percent check and like (laughs) and then it's like you're the bottom of the barrel so then i just like stood next to ed and boarded in group and i just like was like i'm so tired honey when you You got when we got to the thing you were like god i'm so tired to distract her yeah she wasn't having other people the guy in front of us she was like you're group seven move back but we somehow like skated by. I was like, oh, I know. And then didn't make eye contact with her. And was just like, kind of like, like, come on, sweetie. Clenching. <laughs> and then she led us through. And we just like. You looked at each other. Did purse lips. And we're like. <laughs> <laughs> and like scurried off like little rodents. Like just so proud of ourselves. And then I got on the plane and my bag didn't fit. And I had to check it. And then on the second leg, you had to check yours. I know. And guess what didn't happen? What? Neither of us got charged $50 That's to check That's true. Our we bag didn't get charged. Because that American Airlines liar. From the, From yeah. the very first leg of the trip. Ugh. Remember her? Oh, yeah. Liar. So they really remember because it was only a few minutes ago they were listening to that. Yeah. <sighs> what is with the lies? What's with all the airport lies? There's so many lies. The liquid thing is only a scam so that people buy new things. Did you know this? The liquids? Like, they realized, like, a, like not that long after 9-11 that the liquids really actually mean nothing. But the airports were me- making so much money off of people rebuying stuff all the time that they lobbied to keep it. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't know that until, like, a year ago. Um, I'm, Also... If you work for an airline, can you confirm or deny as a reader that liquids truly are actually okay? In Australia, you can walk on with any liquid you want. Really? Yeah. 
There's no rules. That. You can just bring on in jugs of water. The same country flying from one zone to another in the country. Yeah. Not an international. I don't think on an international. I don't know. Um, but well, I just know within. Yeah. I think domestic Australia, they just don't care. And they're like, you can bring on any bottles of water, like giant, like toiletry items. Just do whatever you want. You can basically fly with vape pens because no one's ever looking for your vape. I don't think anyone's ever been stopped for a vape. No, like they're like all those dogs are basically sniffing out bombs and like, like I'm sure if you had like drug. a pound of coke, they would be sniffing that out. But like <laughs> they're not looking for. You were like, hardcore vape muling. I was muling a vape pen. <laughs> Where muling means you put it inside you. I didn't put it inside me. <laughs> You love a mule lol. I love a mule lol. <laughs> Didn't we do a Cosmo sex tip about muling? Yeah. We did. It was a classic. If you've never checked it out, readers, you really should check out Cosmo sex tips on Instagram. It's rare updates, but when they're there, they're there. Yeah. Um, wait, how do you deal with your tour come down? Well, mine are usually much long- longer tours, and they're not lol zones because I don't have you with me, and I'm usually alone, the only like queer there's no feminine energy i'm the only like gay person on the bus like once in a blue moon there'll be a female merch person but like you don't really see them that much yeah and uh and usually the tours are three to four weeks long and you're like the whole time you're just fighting off losing your voice or getting sick and you're just avoiding all potential conflict by being like as meek as possible just being like hey okay cool whatever like that's my thing is i just like the last thing i want is to have like a brew haha which has happened many times in the past yeah and just can cause like so much drums and it's just like being in a band is seriously like being married to the other members of your band for how many years it's it's so intense well that's also like any creative partner no i know but then living with them yeah on a cramped space and like constantly having to like negotiate people's egos and vibes and like make sure that like people are soothed and don't lash out and then yeah so it's like this tiptoey thing where then occasionally there's like wild flare-ups that are exhausting emotionally and physically then you're performing every night trying not to get sick and usually kind of underslept because i just i'm gonna say this sleeping on the bus is not a quality sleep no it's not the best <clears throat> no and also i don't like even I fell fit into, i feel like i fell into a sleep pattern that was like go to bed around like three or four sleep like okay wake up around like six or seven then sleep like a rock from like seven to two (laughs) and then it was (laughs) because the bus isn't moving yeah and so like once it finally stops somewhere then i'm like good night and then it's like cave zone and then in europe it's even crazier because the roads in europe aren't like u.s highways that are just like straight 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 there's always curving all over the place and like cobblestone moments where it's just like it's like roundabouts everywhere it's like a real shaky journey that's tough but it made me really when i realized i was like "Ah, i need to like get a tour going for myself so i can just like live this life (laughs) i want to go on like a i want to go on a tour of the south on a tour bus yeah oh my god would you come with me? <sighs> Maybe. Seems Are rude. you getting all the dinners? Seems rude. You'll get a per diem. Are you getting all the dinners? No, you'd come for lols. <laughs> I'm not. You don't need to be my emotional support dog. <laughs> my emotional support brew dog. But wait. So you asked me what I did at the end. Yeah. Usually what, what happens almost like clockwork is that I'll get home, 
pass the fuck out for like an obscene amount of time, wake up and usually have some sort of head cold fever if it's been long enough that I've been fighting off that your body then is just like, okay, you're done. And then it's just like, you're consumed and then you're just basically bedridden and antisocial for me personally. I generally don't want to see anyone or do anything for like three to four days. Yeah. And then I emerge and I'm like, okay, hey. But like it takes like four, sometimes five days. I'll yeah. just be like, like a just like pure like coma level of like some sickness, exhaustion. I don't even have the like emotional journey. It kind of hits where you're like, wait, it's over. But then you're just like, oh, thank God it's over. Mine is just like a crazy emotional journey where I just was like, I was like pure melancholia. You have to realize like, you're exhausted too. Well, yeah, that has like a whole lot to do with it. I don't care whether you're playing the show or not. That lifestyle is fucking exhausting. The lifestyle is exhausting. Yeah. And I can't imagine like on top of all that, if you have to like perform like. And navigate all the like interpersonal vibes it's yeah. just like fucking full-blown exhaustion it's intense but yeah it was like it was just like a sad it was just like everything i love disappears and this <laughs> was a really emo but you're gonna have a really fun time this weekend it's gonna be a really fun weekend because turning you're 40. turning 40 if anyone 40 wants revolutions to, around the if sun. anyone wants to revive my wish list it is my 40th that's a big year and i'm back on the pod so please check my wish list out. Lara will post it on the Patreon and in the group for everyone to see. Thank you. And if anyone wants to (laughs) get anything off of my wish list (laughs) as a birthday gift for Ed, but like via me, That works too. (laughs) I just got you a hotel room for three nights. You didn't For this weekend when I worked it. Mm, I would say that that has more to do with Phil than you. Well, if I had not. Shout out to Phil and the Nomad Hotel. You're the best. This episode of Babe (laughs) is brought to you by the Nomad Hotel. Yeah. And especially Phil, the GM. Downtown LA, Nomad. He's a true babe. He's hooking it up. Google it. It's really chic. We'll probably be potting or I'll pod with someone from there this weekend. But I heavily endorse Noah can tell the trilogy. Oh my God. Maybe we'll get the trilogy. Yeah. That would be a good... We could ask him to come early before dinner and do the trilogy. That's a really good idea. I'll ask him. Let's hope that we can do that. Um, We should do some reader mail. Yeah. Okay. I love reader mail. Me too. Hey, babes. I'm writing this on my commute home because I just can't bear to rehearse this convo in my head any longer. I'm writing in a bit of a rage, so I'm afraid it won't be as funny, but know that I'm a huge fan and I love the advice you give on babe. Okay, so just a little setup. My mom is a huge Trump supporter. Like her reaction to Uh. the Parkland shooting was to join the NRA. She loves engaging with my sisters and I, who are each liberal, who are each liberal, and then loves to exclaim that my left wing professors brainwashed me. The things she said about assault survivors during the Kavanaugh hearings have been very upsetting, and the only thing I'm left to do is simply not engage, something she makes super hard. So yesterday she called me and told me that all she wants for her birthday is for my sisters and I to take her out to the movies. I can buy her a ticket and they can cover snacks and it'll be great. I thought this sounded fine. I'm very broke right now, so I appreciated her offer. But I immediately got suspicious because her birthday isn't for a month. But she (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like an Ed troll. (laughs) Her birthday isn't for a month. 
but she has to go see this one movie this weekend. God, so I asked propaganda for the t- film. So I asked for the title, and it turns out she wants to go see this cr- true crime drama about an abortionist convicted of murder. Now I looked it up, and I don't think anyone would argue that this man is a murderer and deserves to be in jail. He's responsible for the death of a woman who did and did really horrendous things to the babies born accidentally alive, had a horrible practice, gave out illegal prescriptions, etc., etc. I've only just begun my Wikipedia deep dive on the matter, and so I won't get more graphic. Anyways, I researched and found out that the movie was funded on a crowdfunding website by right-wingers <laughs> with an agenda. Anyways, now my mom's intentions are fully illuminated for me. She wants us to use this movie as a way to engage with me because I support a woman's right to choose. I'm super angry. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I can take her to the movie and hold my tongue so as not to engage afterwards. <laughs> what a Just fun like, movie to go to. So fun. Birthday celebration. <laughs> Just like say nothing literally, but I'm super scared I'll start with her. It's like she does think that I think this man is the gold standard. <laughs> it's like, does she think that I think this man is the gold standard and doctors giving abortions? Sorry, I feel like this isn't the time for a law, but it's just so crazy to rehearse in my head what she thinks I think. My other option is to put my foot down, tell her how I feel, aka she's being super manipulative and it's giving me physical anxiety. If I tell her how I feel, she has the fuel to call me every name reserved for sensitive liberals. She <laughs> loves pulling the you just couldn't do this one thing for your mother line. Anyways, am I being a babe about this or blowing this out of proportion? For me, it's simply the betrayal of our world that we aren't going to engage with each other for the sake of our relationship. What do I do? Help. Also, I don't want to see this VV upsetting movie, even if it's Halloween. It's called (laughs) Gosnell, the story of America's biggest serial killer. Also not true. Anyways, I'll leave it up to you whether or not you read the title. Don't want to Don't want to drive. Um, don't want to drive traffic to this film. Love and light. Wow. Wow. Your mom is Your mom wilding out. Is a grade A troll <laughs> right now. This is the she's so right wing. It's there's just never come and left. But I think my instinct when met with like a troll down like this is to double dose the troll right back. <laughs> How are we going to troll down on that? I think that you should have t-shirts made. (laughs) (laughs) I think you should make her a t-shirt with like a dead baby on it and be like abortion is murder. And like, and then you and your sisters could wear one too. If you're all lollers who are down to troll, even though I know it's like triggering, but you don't really believe in it. And it's really just for your mom and be like, I made you these. Like, I really want this day to be so special for you. <laughs> like, Jesus let's go out to dinner and like, go see this movie. I'm <laughs> never have been so excited. Then <laughs> but she won't know what to think. She won't know what to think. <laughs> so you wear these t-shirts, you take her out to dinner and then be like, cheers to mom. And be like, and be like, we love you. We love all your thoughts and like support you. And like, just put Do they her- wear MAGA hats too? Yes. Wear, get your mom a MAGA hat. <laughs> wear maga hats maybe and t-shirts your mom of bed, can wear babies. the maga hat and the dead baby t-shirt and be like we got this for you like it costs a lot of money but and you know i'm broke otherwise i would have made them for myself but i really wanted you to have one and then make her wear the and abort- if you get the maga hats please make sure to get like one off the street from like a street vendor and not actually from the maga site because no money to don't support. go to the maga site just like get them on ebay like 
you, there's just like, get, like rip off Chinese, Chinese companies one. that make them for like ten dollars. You all wear MAGA hats, then make your mom wear the abortion shirt, <laughs> and then get your like photo. <laughs> you could even like do a fake email alert or like. If you wanted to get really crazy, you could make a fake website that says, like, support Gosnell, the movie, with your abortion shirts. Buy now for 55 All proceeds go to, like, pro-life. And then, then you show it to your mom and be like, I got you word. one of these. And then she'll have to wear it. Then she'll, she'll tell her it. friends. Yeah. And then she'll be then out. all the money out. you secretly give to Planned Parenthood. Well, you don't get even get money. Well, what if you start making a business out of these shirts? Well... That's actually a really good idea. But that's like if you're taking I'm just talking about how to execute this like troll for the night for one night only. But you could make a business out of it too. <laughs> then you take pictures of your mom in like this really nice restaurant wearing an abortion shirt. Then post it everywhere. Post it everywhere. Be like it's mom's birthday. Doesn't she look so beautiful? Like <laughs> love love her so much. The look kindest, at her sense of style. Sweetest woman I've ever known. Love you, mom. Love and light. And then go to the movie and just like cheer and just be like enthusiastic about the entire <laughs> like thing. just scream with joy. Yeah. When he's locked up. Be like, what? And like, and then like, po- and then just be like, God, that was so amazing. Was that movie not the most amazing thing you've ever seen? Do you think it'll get an Oscar? And like, <laughs> just like ask your mom, and then just like troll her and be like, God, I wonder if they're gonna be like making any sequels. <laughs> then like, <laughs> I think like that's one way of handling it. I probably <laughs> when do? faced with this dilemma. Would totally handle it differently, but I love this idea. I love it. I just want to throw like a troll idea out there in case you're feeling really ballsy. Like that would take a lot, but it could be really fun if you got your sisters. And she'd have, she would not know what to do. She wouldn't know what to do because you'd be giving her exactly what she wants. Yeah. And then she'd be freaked. She'd be like, what's going on? You'd be like, we love this. We love it. Like. We've changed our minds. We've changed our minds. You finally convinced us. Pro-life forever. You did it. I don't know how, but I woke up today. I guess it was reading the synopsis online that made me realize mom's right. America's biggest. I love America's biggest serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) This movie sounds like it has to be a month early because it only has one screening per city ever. And it's like a traveling film. Wait, I'm okay. A like this movie. Where is it playing in California? This film is a shocking true story of the investigation and trial of Dr. Kermit Gosnell, his 30-year killing spree in the political and media establishment that tried to cover it up. Who can the investors who can the investigators really trust when routine drugs investigation uncovers a scandal that goes all the way to the top? That's so vague. I bet, does your mom believe in the pe- the the child trafficking pizza house? Pizza Gate? Yeah. Is she pizza? Is she that level? I'd really like to know. So please follow up if you can. Dean Kane is in this movie. No. <laughs> Formerly of Superman? Yeah. Isn't uh, he a Trumper? I think he be he went full blown like right wing. Kind of like Kirk Cameron and the Cameron families. They're just like create like crazy right wing movies. Wow. Dean Kane. Is he stars the, the the bad doctor? Weirdly, this has it came out on October twelfth. It has 8.4 stars on IMDb. <laughs> I'm like, should I see this? <laughs> Where is it playing? 
probably it's no. It's playing in one theater in Los Angeles. Where? It's in the... It's in Monterey Park, Redondo Beach, Norwalk. I don't, I don't know, know where any of those are except Redondo Redondo And I would not go to Redondo to see this movie. I wouldn't go to Redondo in general. This is a troll. It's like your mom's birthday. Be like, are you happy now, bitch? Just like... <laughs> You could also just do it and be like, wow, you spent your birthday wanting to see a shitty movie. Yeah. Here that's probably go. what I do. Be like, if this is really how you want to spend your time with your children, like watching this is like how a you upsetting- want to celebrate your, your life up to now with your daughters is by going to see this yeah. movie. And that's going to make you so happy and be the best birthday of your life. By all means, let's do that. That's it. probably what I would do. The aggro. I'd, I'd meet it with the aggro. aggro. I think I'd be like, if this is really what you want and you really love this film like i i love the troll but i definitely i just point out all the reasons this is fucked up and manipulative and be like well if this is what truly makes you happy inside and you could also enjoy you could also even like talk i don't know what your sister's law levels are but if they're like on your page you could even talk to them and come up with an alternate plan that sounds like really actually like a fun birthday thing to do filled with like love and joy that one would want to do with their mom instead of seeing like some weird abortion movie yeah and then you could present to your mom you could all sit down in there and be like well here's the thing like we don't really love this idea, but since it's your birthday and you're the queen, like we could go to this yummy restaurant and like go on a Ferris wheel, or we could go sit in the dark, and sit watch in the dark and watch right Gosnell, wing. the trial of America's biggest serial killer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A month early. A month early. No, it's not a month early. No, for the birthday. Oh, she yeah, was celebrating. A, <laughs> a month early. Cause she knows it's leaving the theaters so fast. Fucking annoying. <laughs> God. what does she hope to achieve it's just re- that's really an intense vibe this is like a mom like i feel like my mom would do something like this no yeah that intense sure. it would be like she seems pretty mild-mannered on her it would be not as intense as this but it would be like come to church like i want you to go to church on christmas with me and i'd be like fine go to your <laughs> weird baptist mega church that gives me the creeps <laughs> jesus <laughs> this church is i've like never been to one thank god you should next time we're in oklahoma should go to a mega church with you yeah and then we'll just troll everyone and hand out like stickers like honestly if this was my situation i would comply with the movie thing and then if i had the problem is you're broke but maybe your sisters aren't as broke and then I, at the end of the movie, I give her a birthday card where like $500 has been donated under her name to Planned Parenthood. Mm, <laughs> that's so good. And be like, just so you know, thank God that we had this evening because you're helping women everywhere. Thanks. That's a really, that is kind of the best of both worlds. You go and you, you first lay it on thick and be like, if this is really what you want, and then you just do it. And then at the end, you're like, anyways, me and the, me and my sis, my sisters and I got this gift for you. We know that this wasn't you, didn't feel like enough. Yeah, just be this like, film. we know you just asked for movie tickets and like snacks, but we personally we love you so much. We didn't feel like that was enough, so we put our heads together and thought, what would be a meaningful, amazing gift for women to celebrate each other? 
Planned Parenthood. Under your name. Under then your post name. a certificate on Facebook and tag her so all her conservative yes. relatives can see that she has a big donation to Planned Parenthood under her screenshot name. Screenshot when you make the donation. Screenshot. That's a better page. troll even than That's wearing the MAGA hats. There are two good options for trolls. Here. Yeah. But one will actually help Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Hopefully one of your sisters has a little more cash and is down for that troll. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like a light, you could even photo photoshop the donation no i want it to be real well i mean you could donate like if you're all broke you could donate like 50 dollars, but yeah. then just photoshop it to say 500 that's true well i think that we came up with lots of troll options please write us again babe podcast at gmail.com we want to follow i want to follow this. up and i want to know how this movie was <laughs> jesus dean kane what a dick so annoying Hi, Lara. Just wanted to share a little tidbit about jewel surveys. A few months ago, I caved and bought a jewel. There was a 40% off discount for the starter kit, the jewel device charger, plus a four pod variety pack. So I decided to go for it. I, loved, I decided to go for it. <laughs> As it that turns, sounds like a deal. Yeah, you love a deal. As it turns out, it was a great decision because not only do I love the jewel, I know, I know, but every month I receive a survey from Jewel to answer questions on a one to five scale about my frequency of use, opinions on statements about nicotine, etc. The questions are a little babe, but that's another story. Anyway, the survey takes about five minutes, and at the end, you get a virtual Visa prepaid card with $30 on it. I've done this survey four times so far, and I've now received 120 Wait, this is a crazy... This is crazy. I usually is buy. Possible? I usually buy an Amazon e-gift card because otherwise it's a hassle to try and buy something online for precisely $30. Anyway, I just thought I'd share this news in case there are any other poor grad students out there like me or poor non-grad students who would be thrilled to receive $30 for five minutes of their time. Over and sure, over with no limit? I'm not sure how much longer the surveys will last, but I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. That's a great tip. That's insane. How on earth? I don't well, even understand. Have, this is like classic nicotine and cigarette companies. They're like, we're going to poison you and slowly kill you, but we'll give you like $30 of Amazon gift cards. Oh my God. This whole time I thought you were talking about jewels, like wearable jewels, like rocks. Like no. a jewel. Like you bought a jewel. Oh. Wait. What? I thought it was... You jewel thought- charging like it was like an energy crystal moment where she was like charging her thought- jewel to be like, how do you feel? Like, did you feel like it give you energy? Like, did the amethyst make you feel more spiritual? <laughs> you should have spelled the jewel to me. I didn't. <laughs> Finally, I caved and bought a jewel. I've been taking my jewel around everywhere I go. <laughs> well, I got- you what? love your like crystal shit everywhere. What like, did you Crystal think- charging water. I what thought it was like. Think when she said there's lots of survey questions about nicotine. I was confused. Like, <laughs> I just thought. <laughs> I also, just, what company did you think was sending out surveys? Just the jewel, the jeweler. I thought that I, I was at the end about to say, please tell us the name of this jewel company <laughs> <laughs> so that people can. <laughs> wow. Oh my god! Ed. I was on a totally different plane. <laughs> I didn't read it. I thought because you're so I into your goop crystals and stuff, it wouldn't be that far fetched to see someone be like, I bought this company of jewel, it charges my water, it makes me feel so much more alive. And then they're just like, How do you feel about nicotine? <laughs> 
And you're like, that's random, but... <laughs> but if it's for $30, okay. <laughs> that's how I took it. Well, <laughs> love that. <laughs> so oh. you're in. Tell me the, tell me the <laughs> name. It's a jewel company. <laughs> who's the Who's your jeweler? Jewelers <laughs> was like, I was like, do you have to buy a new precious jewel or semi-precious jewel <laughs> every time? <laughs> Well, I caved and bought a thirty thousand dollar diamond, but now I get I'm so broke. It's been amazing. When she I said have- four charging pods, I was envisioning like I was envisioning like four different ways to like charge your jewel and like different energies, just really new age. What did you think about the four flavor variety pack? I didn't hear that part. <laughs> I think I was so deep into my vision of it that I just had selective hearing after. Wow. <laughs> Okay, here's a reader. <laughs> I'm like, I'm baffled, but I love your reality. <laughs> There's a follow up from a reader that had some really expensive wish list items, but she's adding more to her wish list. I must have missed this one. There, she on her previous wish list, she had. An Alexander Calder Mobile from 1932, Ooh. a Jackson Pollock's classic drip number 19 from 1948. How much for each one? And Ashley Longshore's Ruth Bader Ginsburg Thunder Pussy. I don't know how much these retail for. Let's see. Now, we'll find out how much they retail for, and then we'll... Who's she asking her family and friends? Is it just like a troll? She's just like asking the universe. Just- so she's putting more wishlist items, but this one relates directly to you. Oh, because of my because wagyu you've beef? had experience with it. Yeah. Lara, thanks so much for sharing my feedback on my wish list items. It's so wonderful to know that I'm not the only one who wants some big ticket items for my wish list. <laughs> I also found one more to add. Amangiri in Utah. I love... I'm truly at a loss of ideas where I'm ever going to afford staying here. This is one of those dot, dot, dot. I'd be willing to suck a random D for just a one night stay. Advice? Now that you're a successful businesswoman, I know you'll have the answer. Thanks for the endless laws. They're truly the best. How I can tell you get... all about Amon. Okay, tell us about Amon Amangiri. All right, so here's how you scam hotels. First, you need a lot of followers. Then you need like an in with someone that works at a magazine somewhere. <clears throat> then you just basically get the, the name of their PR. I cold emailed the first time I ever emailed Amon. I just cold emailed them because I was on a road trip passing by the Amangiri and I was like, Hey, like, and I had like this like little online column for Vogue that nobody read. And then I had like some followers and I was like, Hey, like, I'm just like an online writer for Vogue. Like any chance I could stay there? And then I got, they totally gave it to me for free. They gave you free? I went to seven amons for free. Then I established a real free. They'll give you each night for free, except one night they have to charge you a press rate, which is like 200 bucks. So... I've managed what to about- parlay my Amon journey so hard and became lol good friends with the PR agent. They just love me now. So they're just like, sure, of course, like wherever you are. They don't, I don't even have the column anymore. You just need in with whoever represents the, the company and just start to like lol with them and like, like get a relationship going. And then they're always like, and they're really real with you. They're like, oh, it's actually peak season. It's like Chinese New Year. Like the, the one in like Shanghai is not going to work right now. And I try to like tack it on to like a random like tour trip because of course I'm not going to like fly like thousands of dollars to stay somewhere. I tried to like it's it included in a trip that I'm already taking. Yeah. Like once I was in Switzerland and we were I was like, well, there's an Amman in Venice, and then I just wrote, and they were like, sure, go, and we just like took the train down. 
It was amazing. (laughs) It's where George Clooney and Amal got married. Love. They did at the Amal there? Love that. Well, so there's some tips for you. (laughs) It's an easy life hack. But also, if you have like high engagement on your social media... You can get a lot of things for free. You can get a lot of things for free. And I think just asking, figuring out something you can do for someone in return for something. And a lot of the times, you might as well just ask. Yeah. You never know. Some My favorite thing is, can I have this? Yeah. Can it I never hurts this? to ask. It never hurts to Solange ask. Solange taught me that. Always ask. She said it never hurts to ask. That's a great, that's a great thing. So as a result, as a result, I'll just like cold ask for things and sometimes I'll get it, sometimes I won't. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, Always here's what ask. I can offer, and here's what I want. And then sometimes they're like, sure. Like, the whole gift lube giveaway and candle giveaway. Yeah. I got, like, so many candles and perfumes out of that. Also, just <laughs> think about the idea of the wish list in general. Was like, Well, then it turned into the teacher thing, and the wish list went on. Yeah. And now the celebrities are doing it for yeah. the teachers. All from just... A casual mention on the podcast. Yeah, from Christine. Lars, really good friend who I love too. And then me having my wish list. Mm, sort of. Yeah. Well, I love that you're... <laughs> the dawn of the wish list. Someone did DM me and they were like, isn't Ed's featured teacher thing like really similar to like your wish list? Like, <laughs> and I was like, thank you for seeing the truth. Uh, please. <laughs> <laughs> your wish list is about you. Yeah, but then it turned into other people. Mm. Anyways. Anyways. Just cold, cold email... You can even lie and see how far that gets you. Just be like, hi, I'm a writer for Condé Nast. Like, I'm going to be in the neighborhood. Like, a lie is a really dicey move. It's dicey. A lie is a move if you truly have no fucks to give yeah. and like aren't going to be humiliated by them quickly finding out the truth that you are, in fact, lying. Then I guess lie. But I would say don't lie. Well... If they find out, who cares? They just don't try that hotel again. Yeah, but if you then want to go, like if you're like a couple years go by and you're like, JK, I want to stay here. It's just like kind just of Just get whoever you're going with to put it under their name. There's <sighs> okay. always a way around it. <laughs> I love just lie. <laughs> <laughs> Once it's done and secured and the corporate people behind it okay it, it, it actually basically means nothing. They don't even like follow up. They're just like, whatever. I wonder how much it costs for like really luxury hotels to just give a room to someone. One time, four years ago, an insane hotel in Bali was like, hey, do you want to come on a press trip to me alone? And I was like, "Mm, not really. I was like, but I'll come if you can fly me and another person in business on the airline of my choice. And then they were like, okay. And I was shocked. We had six nights there. We spent zero money, all meals, everything was included. And then all I got like the most miles and points from the airline ever. And I was like, thanks. Yeah. Sometimes what did those you do bi- for them? I posted on Instagram and I wrote a little bit on the Vogue blog about it. Love. And then they were just like, cool. I hope there's no PR people listening. I hope really. I was just thinking <laughs> that. I was like, oh, well, you the end keep of my your day. scam up. Wait, maybe you should edit that all out. <laughs> It's not really a scam. I have a relationship. I haven't done it a lot recently. The recent trip I took was because I was actually writing for a magazine. So it actually was legitimate. You were legit. I was legit. Also, I just feel like you never know. You can find someone that might take you to Amangiri. Highly recommend. Yeah. It looks chill as fuck. It's really chill. 
I feel like so many people are going there. And I would also just look at an, during an off season it's and true. see when, cause I'm sure there's periods where their rates go down or like you can like randomly nab or like you bring a friend and split it and you don't have the meal inclusion part. Yeah. There's just lots pack of a lot of nets. Just oh, <laughs> there's no restaurants around Amangiri no, either. You should bring your own. Food. You need to bring your own picnic. Yeah. <laughs> For four days or whatever. <laughs> Go cleanse. Maybe just like stop at Amangiri, then be like done with it. I don't know, but I have faith in you. You have good taste, so yeah. And so I love her her high ticket wish list. My wagyu beef has not arrived. I wonder if you'll ever get that. Probably not. My guess is no. Yeah, I don't. It's not prime eligible. I guess it's not that hard to get people to like give you stuff. Like if you're a woman and you're dating, like you can find just like a rich guy. You dated a rich guy. I dated a guy. Yeah. We went on vacations that were really fun. Yeah. I've never dated a guy though. That's gotten me like gifts. There are people and this seems like a really hard gig to get, but there, I know someone who's really good friend is a professional non-sexual pay escort or like people that get off spending money on you or something and so she is cash pigs cash pigs i guess yeah i don't really understand it fully there's no sexual component i think she does some light bondage on him but she's fully clothed and like will like whip him and he's like clothed too some rich prince somewhere or something like that but like she can constantly just fly first class with a friend anywhere and like just be like i need that gucci purse three of them now and he's like, oh, okay. And then she gets paid on top of that, not just the monthly things for everything. Who? It's Kristen's friend. Really? Kristen got to go on one of the trips. Oh, yeah. Did, did she tell you about it? Yeah, she was telling us about it. So wild. That seems cool if you're willing, if like you're, if that's a dynamic that you're comfortable engaging in, that's great. Yeah. They went on like luxury safaris in Africa and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then just like she could just pick any item that she wanted or needed. Be like, oh, I need. I love like a shopping. Yeah, just need. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, okay. I don't know what they're like. Yes, please. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, what know what they're, what they're like, like either. Like. I always feel like they're <clears throat> the thing that's like kind of scary is that like nothing is truly free. You're going to no. have to do something. That's true. In order to get something. Hmm. Anyways, well, please keep us posted with all updates on wish lists. Uh, Don't forget it's my trolls. birthday, October twenty second. October twenty second is Ed's birthday. Forty. Will this come out in time? I think this will come out the day after your birthday. Okay, so I will have just turned forty, so it's never too late. I'll get some people to post in the the places to make sure. I'll update my list. You know. No, this is coming out the day after your birthday. Ugh, can you rush it? No. So, <laughs> can you just rush? Please. Ah! <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Thanks. You're such a special soul. We had such a fun time on tour, and we're about to have a fun weekend. By the time you're listening, we will have had a really fun weekend. <laughs> where we will, we really will have glad. to post about the Nomad a lot, because we're getting a free deal out of it. Yeah. All of us. great. So thanks to the Nomad. If you're in LA and you need a place to stay, you must stay there. Stay at the Nomad. It's chic as fuck. Gwyneth Paltrow loves it. Busy Phillips just had her book party there. They've got a rooftop pool, which is amazing. Which is really gorgeous. Insane restaurant. The most amazing pina coladas at the rooftop pool and really good French fries. 
And the restaurant on the ground floor is incredible. Yeah. So, bye. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.